welcome back to my lovely HP community. Today's 5DC relationships is a channeled guidance guidance. What I mean with that is that we have some actual 5D guidance for my lovely individuals, those of you who are oneness consciousness, so you are not necessarily a mystic, but you are a person who does know that emotional security is what it means to be in a 5D state of consciousness. And this means that you're moving your own body and mind into a restorative embodied self, your natural way of being able to know it's okay, this way of everything's going to be okay because you actively are using your ventral vagal nervous system response. You're actively rhythmically breathing. You're actively working with your emotions, integrated mind. You're actively using your left and right mode. And so the verbal linguistic is left and that wants answers, but your right is okay with the unknown and the infinite. And so you sit in infinite land without any type of inner critic or outer critic. That is for the shame cycle people. Anyone who still has that form of thought process is not yet in a 5D state of consciousness. If they choose to want to embark on a 5D state of consciousness, which means to move from their adaptive child, which is harsh, unforgiving, in a shame cycle, not listening to their emotional stuff. And that means they're not tending to that human suffering they're not going to the prefrontal cortex and getting out of their temporal junction all it takes is for you to name the emotion you name it you tame it first but you name it i have anger why do i have anger well this thing happened okay well it's not going to change forgiveness thank you daniel siegel giving up all hope of the past ever changing this is something very straightforward for a 5d c person self-empowered enlightened for the Enlightenment Soul Age Group Feminine, who has their own masculine, we have been doing this our entire life. We only know a love cycle. We don't know shame cycle. The people who are out of the shame cycle, you will have gone through your own moments of regret. We all know this, and that's not a good or bad. It's not a competition. Some people move into their Enlightenment Soul Age Group and into their oneness consciousness from the shame cycle, others from the love cycle. That's all. This feminine, masculine would equate something specific for the mystical community. But if I have to break it down in a more general term, I will say the love cycle people are the feminines. The masculine people are the shame. The masculine with the immature feminine are the 4D channelers who also know of shame but are not out of it and yet they use though their clairs and their stuff their rigidity too because some are not mystics they're just rigid so they use their adaptive child methodologies to go around telling other people who want to follow suit how to live that best life in that state of consciousness so they will stay potentially these immature feminines and these masculine types so they will stay within their shame cycle but it will look to them like they're living out the life that they consider 
to be what life is all about. So that human suffering does continue to exist. It has to, stuff like that, okay? So anyone who thinks human suffering has to be has not learned yet enough of the neuroscience information and does not live in a body that knows the restorative embodied self yet or the integrated mind. Okay, so this again, not competition, different states of being. I have a restorative embodied self, an integrated mind. Can talk to you about being in a ventral vagal state. I can talk to you about a lot of things which I won't always do. And in this case, though, no matter what has been presented to me in my 43 years of life so far, I can tell you I've grown more and more of myself because I've grown more and more loving to the extent of where, if you will, it seems so far away. Only one, one moment, it was like not even 10 seconds in my brain. It was in like a fraction of 10 to 30 seconds where I found myself in a very specific contemplative moment. And in that very second, though, the lovely person named Jesus is <laughs> who appeared in my mind's eye. <laughs> and not with a um, scolding tone, but not with a, let me, you know, tap my hands and applaud you either. It was more of, okay, what, what stupidity is this? I'll use it that way. But it wasn't in a, it's stupid. It is more of what stupidity is this language? What is stupidity is this um, specific situation? Fraction of 30 seconds. And um, it wasn't obviously in the same humor way I'm sharing it now, but it was in a very specific way and in a very short-lived moment. And I can tell you that it's so indicative of a person who only knows a love cycle because we don't know how to shame anything we don't do shame it's a bullshit thing to do it's also an arrogant cocky ass thing to do but the people who live shame the reason they do it is because of that quote that i read to you which is trauma means having to have submitted to someone or something overwhelming the feeling of having to submit is humiliating and the feeling of powerlessness is what this brings. And this is Ashley Vigil Otero. Now, here's why love cycle people don't feel the same way about humiliating situations. Because we are not submitting to people. This is where we don't actually share our hearts and souls because we have to. It's because we enjoy our relationships that we share intimate aspects of our emotional realm and our thought realm. And so that's the difference. A person who does not know how to be in their 5D, they are functioning based on the shame cycle of a adaptive child that's protecting their charge states and the inner child. And it's a person who didn't grow to become emotionally secure within their body. And here's where... Remember that secure attachment is an embodied expression built upon how we consistently respond and attune to each other. It is not something that gets created through structure and hierarchy. It is the quality of the experience that we have with each other. It is not the notion of what you are. This is why we will also not be people who talk about relationships as if there's a hierarchy. There's an anarchy in relationships for the Enlightenment Soul Age particular, and this is lovely Jessica Fern. I love everything I'm going to learn. What you'll notice is the masses, the people who are not in their 5DC, 
the people who are not in their own emotional security and that will be clear because if they want to hug a tree they're not yet in their emotional security because it means their body still is trying to be met somewhere and ignoring that by being rigid and saying I want to hug a tree because humans are shitty and it's like you're a human so you calling humans shitty you're calling yourself shitty and really if I want to put that to the side again you calling a human being shitty tells me your body's not safe with a human which tells me that you don't know secure attachment in your body and your mind immediately went to a critic there's your shame cycle so relationships for the 5dc person we don't do that we don't shame our loved ones we don't do it in any way shape or form we don't even have the desire to and anyone who's out of shame will know how to say yeah you know what i regret xyzdefg let me tell you my story and let me share with you how they will they will have a story to tell you why to choose compassion they will tell you what has taken place now again before they get here they have to be out completely of their modulated embodied self or dysregulated if not they will not speak of compassion they will speak of staying rigid and they will speak of not using emotions so they will not have a relationship with emotions they will have a relationship with structure and they will want structure to exist because that will guarantee them emotional security which is also why they're still an adaptive child the part about why anarchy isn't scary for a person who's in the enlightenment soul age group is because we are always in love from the heart and soul of us with life and people and our relationships so we enjoy different personalities and when people are in shame blame fault revenge we don't look at them and think oh my god that's an evil human being no we understand that that's a powerless human being who is trying to feel that they have power and who was in some way overwhelmed with submission and we will also notice by their mannerisms and what they say where that will have taken place and how they will tell us their story very clearly and we will not do anything to try and be mean to them because that would be unnecessarily mean and so also a waste of time since they're in their self-preservation modulated body which means they're not even hearing a word we're saying in the first place so we will foster secure attachment at the interpersonal level intrapersonal level with ensuring high quality attunement presence responsiveness not based on the structure so again no titles nothing like that no based on the fact that we know that attaching to each other is something natural and that people want to feel loved and so that the emotional experience of the relationship is what is important so we will tune into our loved ones and be there for them however it is that we can support them which is why shaming is not one of the equations if we must direct them in any way shape or form it will be with a ventral vagal no or yes so if somebody does something that's envious jealous spiteful vengeful again in any way shape or form in a equation of what others would consider evil we won't see it that way we will experience heartbreak of course because usually you don't expect your loved ones to treat you in certain ways but we will immediately know how to handle ourselves because we're not emotionally again insecure this is the 5dc person i'm talking about enlightenment soul age group furthermore will know the importance of how to handle those moments because we only have 24 hours in a day 
So enlightenment soul age of people will have been living, if you're there your entire life, your entire life you live it moment by moment. And you don't want to waste your time with moment people, by the way. We live moment by moment and cherish building those moments. So with people who live only moments, we will realize that we're nothing more than just a second, you know, and so we don't mean anything. It doesn't take away from how we feel about the moments that we will have lived. It will simply be something we will become aware of so that we're nothing to those individuals. And it's not a good or bad. This is, again, differentiated selves, secure attachment adults, emotionally speaking, secure attachment people will recognize that every person has their own perspective. And so even if I can say every day, I know I only have 24 hours and I'm going to live it from my ventral vagal state to the fullest of my extent, I'm not going to expect you to want to live the same. So if you share with me and show me that there is no person that means anything or you know you have a one second fling and that's all that that is then i will accept that that's how you are enriched in your life because you will have explained it i i will use this example like when i had a little chit chat with my younger sister it was i don't know how old she was but i would always bring her gifts and i noticed that she would not get excited i get excited when somebody surprises me or something like that like very very excited so i was like maybe she's not liking the gifts or something i felt it was off and i talked to her about it and she said no but i actually am happy yes i love the gifts i just don't react that way to gift giving i don't emotionally get excited like this and i said okay and so after that i remember the first couple times i still had inside of me this feeling of bummed out but every time those few times until it was like zeroed it was remember your sister doesn't get excited. So you don't need to feel bummed out because this bummed out is your way of reacting to getting gifts, not her way. This has happened again and again and again. That's what a differentiated self means. It's a person who recognizes I have thoughts and feelings. So do you. We link and join. And just because you don't react the same way I react doesn't mean that I have a right to be bummed out and say and claim. No, no, no. I know you better than you know you. And I'm going to say you're not excited because you don't like the gift. I'm going to make that statement and I'm going to make it so. And I'm going to lead with that for the rest of my life, which is what some people actually do. And that would be where they don't recognize that they're not doing differentiation. They're merging. So they're fitting a person who's another person in their box and forcing that theory and that application of how they feel and how they think as applicable upon another okay so with all of that being said 5dc enlightenment soul age group we don't do that because we don't need to bond like that because merging means that i'm ignoring what you're telling me and what you're feeling which means that i'm trying to change the state of consciousness, or really what it is, is we'll, we'll, we won't even consider that because we can't change you. We're trying to mold you into something that you're not, which is not love. That's me telling you, be like me, because otherwise I won't love you. What is that? Okay, so 5D very clearly notices the adoptive children. They want to be right. They're going to argue with you. They're not wanting to create harmony and they don't want you to be differentiated because you being differentiated means that they're different. They don't want to be different. They want to be the same. That's where those who drive like that, their drivers are belonging in certainty. And that's where the other soul age groups, they have their other 
soul age groups for reasons okay so again let me see how am i going to organize this one for the people who are 5dc in the enlightenment soul age group i'll put it this way we're poly secure we will be mystics most of us because 5dc the 5d part with enlightenment definitely mystics if it's just a person who's a 5d educator they're potentially also in that enlightenment soul age group i haven't met any yet but that's where the ones of us who use soul age groups we're mystics okay the group over here because of our oversoul because of experiences twin flames soulmates all of that we will be growing our bond and we will be also in a state of knowing how to sit in the now with the past in our hand you know it's really fascinating right now in 2023 this is what i wanted to share with my 5d mystics in the enlightenment soul age group is the fact that we actually are sitting in this plank state that they talk about and you get to practice sitting in this zero but you're not zeroed in the way you're contemplating and so you can have a vision a visual of those little bit of future things that perhaps are part of your equation okay so that's for the ones of you who are in the enlightenment soul age group so it's it's very much um a portion of people who are exactly where they've wanted to be their entire life if you will everything that's taken place it's not that it's gone exactly how you want it but that's the point you're not looking at the outside as what you want you are acknowledging when things happen in the now every time again and again and again which is why right now is where you get to manifest but we're getting to practice being in this 5d this way remember how the enlightenment soul age group is mastering the physical plane yes so the physical plane is very different the 4d plane is is another type of synchronicity that they get and that's why i'm using these examples right now and the other soul age groups as well okay so other soul age groups you can put them in 4d 3d vibration type mindset type because they're still in duality so they are going to have law of attraction manifestation they're going to use the middle people in a different way because they don't bring all of the topics together and they are experiencing in this moment challenges that are emotional so that they may move into if they want emotional security meaning to claim their own ability to be a differentiated self the ones who see this are allowing compassion and love for themselves and all of their oversoul twin flames soulmates all of their oversoul is included so they don't cut cords they're not looking to cut big cords there's like this full moon coming up where i saw a 4d person talk about cut big cords okay so the person who's expanding they're gonna not be cutting cords they're expanding their oversoul the ones who are cutting cords are not going to move into this specific arena of consciousness at least not at this time because they will not be achieving emotional security from within their own ability to use their mind and navigate the spectrum of emotions and then be able to make sense of the things that took place in their life and this making sense is the make sense of the difficult situations create secure attachment within so they won't master their emotional plane 
and they won't move out of their karma and into dharma. Okay, so I'm going to get even more specific. They're going to keep building their karmic wheel, and that's where their suffering is not going to diminish or get more. They're going to live out the story that they keep telling themselves, which is a story that stems from the shame cycle. And they're blinded by it because they're merging time again and again and again with the very emotion that they express, with the very suffering that they express, and they consistently tell themselves and follow a confirmation bias or cognitive dissonance storyline. So they've found and they will keep finding the 3D, 4D leaders that lead them this way. That's why the array of the rainbows is always multicolored. That's all I can say right now. And I thought that all people would be able to move into their 5D. I'm talking about my mystics, the light workers. But now I realize that that's not actually going to happen. And I have understood the exact mechanisms. It is people who choose to think of themselves as light workers and others are the dark forces of evil. So they will say, I'm anointed. I've got gifts. I'm here to save. I'm here to do. And that's where it's at. They're an adaptive child. The adaptive child is trying to prove they're right or make lists of why they're right. They are going to look to control people around them. And that equals people they think they're here to save or not save. Again, it's still control. They're not working together as a collective, creating. No, they say, I'm going to control because I have the power. Their way of using universe source is as if it's an entity that has power. So even in that case, they will manifest what they are choosing because they're controlling their synchronicity is instantaneous because their mind is instantaneously manifesting that which they are confirming again and again and again. They are controlling the people around them and or being controlled. In any case, it's a chosen karmic wheel because you have free will. People who cut cords, they think that they're doing something that is equal to growth because you have rigid leaders telling them that that's something that is, um, well, how can I break it down? They're not empowering them with the actual information of how important repair is versus rupture. And that repair is the natural way of the way your body wants to move because your mind is going to keep looking to restore and integrate your memory into normal memory. And that means to process charge states, these emotions, and to create differentiation. Those who don't optimally use their mind, and so they stay in shame, blame, fault, revenge, they stay in inner critic, outer critic, they deny through compulsive activities, addictions, sex, drugs, food, alcohol, anything they're justifying that mm, stuff that is not going to lead anyone to say no because they're not actually going to be a danger to themselves or others. Their compulsiveness is simply a lifestyle that keeps them in a dysregulated, modulated, embodied experience, and they can live until they're 90 with that. Plenty of people have. And that's why, again, the part of them actually settling into it, as we move forward in the years, I will update you because, like I said, for me... I was under the impression that not everyone or that that wouldn't be so is what I'm trying to get at. As I'm experiencing right now, the midst of things, 
at least for this year and I don't know until when, there are plenty of 4D people around. And there's plenty of those who are actually also moving more and more into their onion. Like they're building layers of their onion. They're not anywhere near being aware of their own karma. So they've chosen to use the word and they have the leaders. And again, they're moving into that identity. Same thing goes if they're not mystics, they're still moving into an identity, which equals I want this type of society to live. I don't like that type. And, and so we're in the middle of either the group of people who move towards 5D are the ones who are the younger generation, of course, and the updated educators and the leaders who are looking to expand the consciousness of those who are leading. So everyone who's contributing to knowing, okay, we want leaders to actually care about humanity, that their heart weighs down when they see suffering, because that's what it means to care, not that they have the structure of the psychopath's brain, which means the amygdala and the article, the, what is it called, that um, part of the brain that is off the orbital cortex, so a psychopath structured brain. For now, what they've found, I'm sure that in time we'll find out if, as they learn compassion, if their amygdala and orbital actually come back online. Because I have a personal hunch that the structure is due to aspects, but that it can be brought to its optimal state. But again, it's a hypothesis based on the fact that our body naturally brings itself to its optimal state optimal in this moment in time is not fight flight freeze that was for when we were one with the animals optimal right now is a mind that can be yielded and wielded by the person which must be a mindfulness person that's how you wield your neocortex your prefrontal cortex your mind is not in your control as long as you are not being mindful which means if you don't have a handle on your emotions as they come up you're not mindful enough and your actual observer, witness and narrator is not being led by you. It's being led by your default mode network, which has learned in its first year of life, the others and the self-scanning. And if you have chosen to engage in your flight, fight, freeze, attach, cry, collapse, submit, please appease because your environment was not safe. So you scan with threat around. You are not in your control because you're not using your social engagement system, the ventral vagal, which actually understands the importance of the people around you and so values their emotional responses, values them not because of submission, but because of social engagement, meaning I feel safe to be around people. When people have a group, they think that they're safe because they're in a group. I'm saying something different. The person who's choosing and will move into their optimal state will feel safe with humanity, will look to humanity, will feel sorry for those who suffer, who does not mean you are empathizing. No, compassion, prefrontal cortex. I wish and hope that your suffering goes away. I'm so sorry that you are suffering. Do not feel your suffering for you. If I think of human suffering and of all those who have shame cycles and who have Basically, no awareness that they can choose right now to go to good somatic sensory motor therapist and begin their journey out of hell from their body and their heart and their mind. That means out of hell for real. I will be sad for, I, I get sad for people 
I get sad to know that they won't come back alive, even if they do know, for the mystics who know about their future lives or incarnation or whatnot, they won't be the same person of this lifetime. So they will have missed out on this lifetime with this name to be able and repair and or be with their loved ones of this lifetime because of a shame cycle that they have no fault and nor do their parents and nor does society and nor does a lot of other things. It's the mental prison that they created as a child again with a body though that doesn't have safety within because of not having a restorative embodied experience because of being with certain circumstances that did not create a secure attachment and so a ability to feel that around you is unconditional love it's okay to be flawed and imperfect you're still a person your creatorship is beautiful so you didn't have around you the ability to feel joy just for being you the way our lovely Sadhguru quote let me read that one so they will have this the shame cycle people have this trauma means having had to submit to someone or something overwhelming and that feeling of having to submit is a humiliating feeling it's a feeling of powerlessness and this defectiveness then continues to perpetuate so anyone who's not yet in their complete enlightenment soul age group will have some form of it even if it's mild as they realize it though they will move into listening to their own heart their own mind and that's that middle ground of the inner growth mindset if they move into neutrality at some point then they become more and more of their differentiated self and they can begin to actually use a almost integrated mind the integration happens in time as they allow themselves to continue to grow compassion towards themselves and humanity and this equals i want to hug people not trees i love people all their differences even the neighbor who throws shit in my face i love them too hopefully they'll stop throwing shit in the face of people because they'll learn something or you know like this is where that's actually how we feel like hopefully they'll get out of this when we see the opposite happening we're like oh my gosh i, I don't want to see them suffering because we will we'll feel sad that they're suffering Sad guru, every human being has a certain genius within them, but they often destroy it by trying to be like someone else. When people don't recognize that they, when they say being myself sounds silly, I must change who I am, there's a shame cycle at hand for something that they're still holding against themselves. And there's not an objective awareness of what thoughts and emotions are and how your brain functions. Thoughts, your left mode is the speaking linguistic mode the linguistic side your right mode is your emotional stuff it's the implicit stuff it has a broader focus it's holistic it sees patterns it's nonverbal. your gestures your tone your voice all of that is the right mode and it will see the patterns of the patterns and the parts of the patterns okay that's where the spirituality when they say the feminine it's your right mode so they will have a way to see the patterns of the patterns and the parts and see the relationality of the system. And this connectivity basically looks at the world through what can be called, this is Daniel Siegel, my notes, a system's perspective, the relationality of the elements of a system. And the left mode, though, unfortunately, when people only use that, it is about seeing the mode of a system its components its parts individually and that's what it hones in on but when you look at the broader view of the attention of the right mode so if you use them together here's where you can start seeing the whole 
Honoring both modes is what integration does. So different things are honored for their differences between left and right mode. And when you differentiate, this is where you're a self and others a self. I'm an island, you're an island with one ocean. We allow differences to be there and you allow the specialization to be really appreciated and you can be grateful for it. And then that second part of integration is where beyond differentiation, we link. So then we can link to each other. You don't lose differentiation so that you are you and I'm I. We get to be differentiated and as parts we link and then we become connected. And integration is the process of linking differentiated parts. So when a person's doing that within their own self, here's where feeling that felt sense of that child that you were and then the adaptive and then the adult. If you stay in the present in the now, Here's where people who are doing that, they're growing their relationships. They're growing their oversoul. They're not cutting anyone out. In fact, the whole word of cutting will trigger a reaction in a person who's their enlightenment soul age group and a 5D at that. It will be, what are you talking about? We're one big ball of energy. Just because somebody is a dysregulated or modulated embodied self or just because they do shame, blame, fault, revenge cycle doesn't mean they're less of a human than I am. Actually, it means they need more safe harbors and launching pads. They need more somatic sensory motor therapists. They need more 5D education. They need more of people around them, allowing them to build a safe environment. And then we need more hands on deck to come together and not say how the future should look, but to start creating love so that people can know safety of being themselves and versus the groups, us versus them, to be, we're human beings. We all can work on things together. This whole idea that you have to have sacrifice or something has to be given up is a bullshit storyline. There's not this, in energy world, they talk about energy, it's not positive or negative. Yes, it comes in and out. There is a specific balance, but it has nothing to do with people having to starve to death or people having to. This is something that, that we know math. Yeah, we know math, but limiting what can be achieved is what people do with this math right now versus allowing themselves to sit and know we have knowledge, we have hands, we have mouths. And if we chose all together we all will have hands on deck to try and feed every person on the planet, to try and get these countries to This is where it's very possible. The people who don't think it is are the same people who don't have the Enlightenment Soul Age Group, period. They're not 5D. They think from their country, from their personal agenda, from their modulated bodies. They're rigid thinkers. If they weren't, they'd be more creative with their brains. Their stereotypes, generalizations, and the idea that there has to be suffering is proof enough to anyone who is empowered and enlightened that they are limited. We will not bother with trying to talk to them. They have presented to us their future. We hear them loud and clear. They will not hear us because we're the functional adults, not the other way around. Oh, the right silence is chosen in an effort to disengage from that which would become a debate of what an adaptive child will do, I'm going to prove to you I'm right because I have all my confirmation bias here and because it's you just created cognitive dissonance inside of me by saying to me that, no, you believe that there can be a world without suffering and I will reactively disagree versus allow myself to accept that somebody else called a human being is telling me they don't think we have to have suffering. If you're an adult, you don't try to prove you're right in a conversation. 
you just have a conversation because you're enjoying it. If it needs to hold a specific type of value for you that is intellectual, you're only there for knowledge, which means that you're objectifying and using a person, which can work. Here's where the adaptive children are again. And that's because they're not in a safe environment completely. They're allowing themselves to see what has value so that I may survive in my circumstances. A person who's enjoying the circumstance because we enjoy people, we're in our ventral vagal state, we're socially engaging, which is why, again, we'll be intrigued by the perspective. We will not be intrigued intellectually because they will have presented something that we've heard again and again and again, and they are no creator, that's for sure. They're not even halfway through their creatorship because they don't believe it's possible for humanity to get along. And we will sit back and, again, allow that to be because we're not going to try and say you have to honor wholeness no you want to be in that space go for it the part that i was going to finish reading up from daniel siegel's note was um when you're using attachment with integration you will find that the um uh, what is it called you'll find that attachment doesn't talk about integration which is disappointing and that's why he created interpersonal neurobiology to support helping those who are therapists learn how to work with the mind, the mind's journey, and then to create a developing mind that moves into this lovely integratedness and to have this interconnected world. So self and belonging, me and we, and it really is beautiful because it actually moves into the knowledge that we do have alloparenting, mother and other and other members of the village community our evolution shows that that's actually how we evolve so while there's only brought forth a lot of pressure to the primary parent or parents what attachment researchers know is that children will learn and will attach excuse me to more than one parent so they will have potentially secure attachment with the mother non-secure perhaps with the father it all depends or mother mother father father uh, there's a didactic or co-regulation that takes place that's how survival of our mammals that's how we will have learned to survive and people will have a way that they will replicate their attachment category with their relationships until they become aware now if they become aware there's that temperament that doesn't affect attachment and the category but it will affect how you will bring forth your attachment okay and that's where it's so temperament equals personality as molded by attachment and it is not necessarily engaged remember that we have the modalities of agency belonging and certainty as the type of Patterns of developmental pathways. That's what he has. It's PDP, this new addition to the adult attachment interview. And with that, he's able to support people to understand how their patterns come forth within their relationship and within attachment. And uh, this is Daniel Siegel again. So the agent, for example, is a person who is for establishing who they are as they are independently from a group. The motivation is not the group. 
Belonging is I'm motivated only if I am actually uh, satisfying some other person's needs. So they find meaning and pur purpose of life that way. So in that case, we have plenty of people who they have relationships so that they may feel worthiness. And that's those soul age groups of people who, in the absence of a partner, of a person, of a family, don't feel that life is worth living. The certainty people, they find a group that they feel safe with and that's where it can just be their own clan, right? Again, that's something specific. It does not mean they don't move towards 5D, but it means that they're not likely to achieve a complete visibility of the oneness that they can become, but their motivation is not the self and to become one's own agent and therefore share the self of you with others that is the biggest difference they will have a self that will be building onion layers so that they can belong and work with someone else on that life not good not bad different visibility okay so when we have the people who are moving into the emotional layer of visibility, we're not going to see them hide their emotions away. We're not going to see them not building independent relationships. The people who will take this now energy that is here, not to cut cords, but to build relationships, okay? They're being honest with themselves. They're being objective, and furthermore, there's the ability for them to know compassion. They don't have shame guiding them. They don't have any type of hidden agenda. They actually have a lot of lessons that they will have learned, and they also, some are going through a bit of in-depth emotional, again, not turmoil because they will not look at it as turmoil they will look at it as life from the 5d perspective life meaning it's not god it's not some supernatural being it's not spirit it's not universe nope none of that it's me as a person who gets to move into maturing the sphere of my emotional plane now, those who have dream states, I'm going to speak from my own experience because I don't see 4D people in this space. So I'm just going to be able to share with you how it took place for me. If any of you are people who are mystics, and remember, we have the paid subscription-based model content for any of you who want Lightworkers Life or the Oversoul, we can decide based on a question you have, okay? So... But those stories are reserved for people who are actually in 5D or wanting to move, which means you're a person who knows we're not anointed and it's a big ball of energy, okay? And so that doesn't make it any less impactful. It just makes it different. I'm going to start with this. When I first started to dream and have awareness that I'm connected to my oversoul, I was very happy because it's something that, to me, has always been, anyways, you know, that I love my loved ones, knowing that I could tap into and support them is something beautiful because the part of support 
you know, I felt that we are energy and love. And so that they, you know, if you pray, it's the same idea. Knowing that I can actually, and as a Reiki practitioner, I've also done distance healing. Long story short, what I'm saying is I felt honored and happy that I could help my loved ones. And then when I expanded to the collective, that too. And I had already read that some of us would be in this role. And I understood what was explained because I understand the words. Today I can explain that I know that it's not provable, which is why I always knew it won't be provable until physics might explain it some way, which they will probably. But long story short, the dreams allowed me to be there for certain people and all of them didn't necessarily recognize this because they didn't make it a point to say hey this is something good or bad or I know what's what no none of that these are all loved ones who I just genuinely would share I've dreamt about you or this is what I've picked up this is and I still do this to this day I've learned to be a little bit more reflective and patient but really it's because of understanding that the unresolved trauma is what comes up on these ascension moments so the selves the parts of the self that are ready to be seen by the people okay so these are their depth of emotions doesn't mean it's going to look pretty means it's going to be the depth of their emotions so i've learned to reflect and sometimes not do anything at all because those people do not move into their compassion their expanded version in fact here's where in one of the situations i was pretty much knowing what i was risking and i still said well i didn't say this is the part we don't decide what we dream and we don't decide how we know what we know we know from the heart that we're here not to do like Sadhguru says it's not about good behavior you do what's unpopular meaning you're not going to follow some condition because the hierarchy and structure said so so in one of these situations I knew because of the dreams that came because of everything that they this is where someone was blocking the connection the person was able to get their own courage and and decide to do what they did now the person didn't move into a better spectrum this is very sad for me that this person ended up in a situation where it's just now they're just some you know compulsive person it's very sad because their entire family could actually move into doing for example somatics therapy together they could have done so many other things but these are people who are in a specific soul age group, not to mention a specific 3D. And so they're completely, you know, this is where me being polysecure, for example, it's completely the, oh my God, that's a whore basically, okay? I'm just gonna, the scarlet letter, man, you name it. But that's okay, because this is the part of where there's different ideas, different cultures, different things. But it didn't stop me from trying because of the nudges that were very clear and again, learn, what I learned was something specific, which is the same. Everyone has free will. They free will choose what to do. They can choose differently. That's the part that we don't have something special. We are connected in a way that will be because they're loved ones. They will then choose what they want to do with our reaching out. 
And so it's really more of learning how to wait and be patient sometimes just because of knowing that it really doesn't always mean that the people are going to be in a very great spot. And it's not so much how you get treated as much as it is that it, it doesn't do anything. So if I could know that me reaching out would confirm that a person can choose love, then I would completely not pause. But knowing that that's not the case, and then put in the middle that you get accused and named, and there's all these other things that have taken place. So I learned how to step back for, okay, it might not do anything, because you know it's still a dream, but at least maybe I can choose to, so long story short, it's not a perfect science and you learn what you learn based on the loved ones. So it's consistency. Every loved one, in fact, that I've reached out to, I've developed a different type of relationship with because they will have had different ways. One of them, we've grown closer, for example, that's my teenage boyfriend, ex-boyfriend, obviously now, but that at the teenage years, the woman that he's with, that we became friends and they cheated and all that. Her and I grew closer because the moments of these dreams that would not leave me alone, I would call her up or write her up because they would just be so funny. And in those moments, she was going through something very sad. And in those few moments that happened, it was in a like three-year span. At a certain point, they couldn't deny the connection and they softened up and they're like I want you to meet my daughter and and this is all very heartwarming I was very happy and this part was not because of being supported by society and that's where still to this day my society which would be my loved ones don't support but when you have Claire's it's not because there's gifts there's not gifts we're all a big ball of energy this woman is a loved one they never stopped being a loved one because of what they did the same thing with this teenage ex-boyfriend, boyfriend, all these words also, by the way, I, I do not, I've never liked them because to me, this is a person who's a loved one, period. It's sad for me to know that people still use what I would consider scarlet letter times. I've always considered it as a kid. I still, as an adult, and I'm so happy that we're in 2023 and no longer in the medieval times, but long story short, I learned based on the way that I got treated, how to try and gauge what and if and because first and foremost it doesn't make a difference in their lives and so people will choose fear and suffering independently from you tending with love and care or again it's it's these are not strangers they're not like you just randomly dream someone these are people that are part of your oversoul if you find yourself in a space of this don't be confused it's very straightforward you are simply a human being, as every one of us, and we're all a big ball of energy. And so there are things that we pick up on. Some of us pick up more than others. The loved ones, if you are picking up, this is the part. They're going to be going through expansion. If they are open to love, then they will be open and receptive, and they will be likely to engage with a very joyful attitude, and you will grow more together. If they're not open and receptive, because their shame cycle is what they're going to bring forth, the adaptive child, their limitations. They're choosing those states of consciousness. It's not for you to judge. You're not anyone to judge. You're there 
if you do to share with them something that is a dream and that's about it or that is a message and that is it and not because it makes a difference don't think of it as it making a difference because that's where you are now appropriating yourself of something that is not yours you're not another human being you're only a person who can access a level of emotion and so because there's stuff going on in their life you'll tap into it because we're all a big ball of energy again emotion and that is not something that gives them light or darkness none of that shit no it's basically you're a person who can share something and really i've always not been like oh guess what my dreams they're clairvoyant no if i have a client that's a different story if i'm telling someone that i love i had a dream it's going to be something different it depends also on the relationship so my friends the ones who never basically insulted me or treated my clairs like something that they were not they're they're the first to be into it and and want to hear about it the people who on the other hand basically have have done otherwise it's it's a very different story so the ones that i if i got worried if i ever got worried because sometimes i would get worried because the dreams were just i would reach out and and even here i learned not to do that because i actually got accused of wishing not well to my loved ones which is not at all it so long story short you learn how to just pick up what people tell you and respect what they tell you and the dreams is yours to tend to emotionally speaking in the first place it's not something you have to say anything about and if you do you want to do it with the knowing it's a dream it doesn't mean anything specific and if it does connect to something someone's going through they may or may not share with you they may or may not know oh yeah that's the part they're usually going to be unconscious of their charge states because they don't have the functional adult relationship so they don't have an integrated mind left and right mode their implicit memory is not something they handle like an adult they're not forgiving no one's loving and kind it is reactive because it brings out their safety behaviors from unresolved trauma so biological rudeness is not a choice this is where it's self-preservation which is why again if you are a person who dreams you don't want a blanket statement anything you take it relationship by relationship you learn based on that but really it's about you noting one thing it's only a dream you want to work with your emotions and get yourself into a state of ease you don't have to do anything you're not here to save people nobody needs saving if there's anything that needs our support it's our lovely planet with our hands and with entities not with dreams the dreams get you to move more into your enlightenment soul age group or your 5d if you choose to consistently navigate with love and knowing that it doesn't make any one of us special that we have clairs the clairs are because we're a big ball of energy some of us have a very good relationship with this field and it's really a field of again love in life always and so we're not here to tell other people what to do with their life that we can share yes and offer consultancy yes but your loved ones you're here to share life with them not be their parent so your clairs are not you leading anybody anywhere that's egoic this is why the 4d and immature feminines are not moving anywhere they're in their ego 
the dreams are not proof of shit. They're you dreaming, and you're also, by the way, a channel, which means you're going to interpret them. Claiming that you dream, that's fine. Saying what you dream, that's fine too. The reaction is going to be the choice of another human being. That's not something that you should be equating in any way, shape, or form as them being. That's not the case. You have shared something that is yours. A person has a right not to believe in it, not to experience it, not to know it. If you have a sensitive ego, that means you've told them something because you wanted an outcome from it, not that you're sharing your own personal experience. Get it straight. 5D, it's unconditional love. No strings attached. If you're sharing something, it's because you chose to. Their reactivity has nothing to do with you, nor does it have anything to do with them being less or more loving their person, and that's where it's their right to believe what they will believe about dreams, not anything different. So work with love as always, and I look forward to being back with more. Have a great day.